Hello and welcome to Reactive's Yellow Room. I am Evi Kiori and this week we are talking about the Commission's frustration over the AstraZeneca vaccine deliveries and the EU's targets. We are also talking about the new Chinese job approved in Hungary, what do we know or don't know about the new player in the market and how are the vaccines affecting the political stability of the country. It seems like for the past few months, and more intensely, the past few weeks, the hot topic hasn't been other than the vaccine, and more specifically the AstraZeneca vaccine. So we do know that there was a dispute and a blaming game between the Commission and the pharmaceutical company regarding the delays over the vaccine distribution. And while we thought that this was settled after talks and negotiations, now we do have new developments on that front. To break down all the components of the vaccination delays, I am joined today by Euractiv's health team Gerardo Fortuna and Girte Pesetskite. So, Gerardo, what is happening this time? Yeah, thanks, Evi. Uh, it's actually a row that goes on since January, as you mentioned at the beginning. I'd say that frustration is the most frequently used word when, when you eat hear you officials talking about AstraZeneca. And this week, there were many voices uh, commenting the current situation. Uh, first, there was uh, Commission Vice President uh, Maros Sefcovic, who said that uh, even the communication with them uh, has proven to be difficult. The Director General for Health, Digi Sante, and the Commission's President, Ursula von der Leyen, tried to communicate with the company unsuccessfully. So in the end, they had to resort to a legal action simply because that's what Sefcovic said. Uh, we did not know what else we had to do. So at the moment, uh, there's a formal legal notice uh, which was sent to the company asking for some clarifications on the difficulties experienced so far uh, in a bid to avert uh, further dispute over its, its supplies. And this week as well, uh, the EU's chief vaccine negotiator, uh, Sandra Gallina, uh, she was speaking before lawmakers in uh, the Parliament's Budget Committee, and she said that the situation with AstraZeneca is a shame and a reputational damage of a huge extent, highlighting that uh, the people are dying because the vaccines are not getting there. And, and lastly, the other commission vice president, uh, Valdis Dombrowski, said that AstraZeneca is very far away from their contractual commitments and, and has delivered only a small portion of its contractual commitment. The situation seems to have deteriorated after the findings in Italy. The Italian authorities found that 29 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine were stockpiled at the Catalan's filling plant facility, with the Italian media reporting that the final destination of these doses would be the UK. So later uh, on Wednesday, AstraZeneca clarified that 13 million of such doses were bound to uh, poorer countries under this uh, COVAX initiative. And, uh, and 16 million were 
uh, to be dispatched to Europe. The European Commission actually asked the Italian authorities to investigate the plant uh, after uh, commissioner, the industry commissioner Thierry Breton uh, visited AstraZeneca's factory in the Netherlands last March. We contacted the European Commission and they told us that they are observing a lack of transparency uh, by AstraZeneca on how many doses uh, they've produced, uh, where and from whom. To put it in the words of uh, Elvis Presley, the commission is telling AstraZeneca that uh, they can't go on together with the suspicious minds. And of course, a good indicator of all this tension is the fact that we have officials that are not even trying to negotiate or be diplomatic about what is happening. And they are admitting that the commission has serious problems with the company. And while we hear and read about these uh, comments, does the Commission have a plan to resolve the situation? Yeah, so the situation with AstraZeneca is tense. So they initially agreed to distribute 120 million doses in the first quarter of the year, and uh, then later on reduced it to 30 million doses at a later stage. Um, and the number of expected doses from the company in the second quarter is 70 million, although they had originally committed to 180 million. On Wednesday, the European Commission has amended its export authorization mechanism and introduced the principles of reciprocity and proportionality as new criteria to be considered for authorizing exports. Now, the EU officials clarify that it is an authorization mechanism aiming at transparency. But the thing is that the doses that are blocked will, of course, remain company's property, and they will decide what to do with them. And Gerardo, you mentioned the visit to the AstraZeneca plant in the Netherlands. So what was the situation there, and what did they find out about the progress of the vaccine production? The situation in the Halix factory in the Netherlands uh, is, uh, is um, one of the main bone of contention between the EU and the UK, uh, because, I mean, we have this Dutch factory that has been producing doses already, but it, it required the approval of the European Medicine Agency, uh, of course, before the vaccines can be distributed uh, in Europe. Uh, the issue here is that AstraZeneca didn't file the papers to approve the factory. Uh, they did it uh, on Wednesday night. And the authorization procedure should be completed this week. Again, this late submission of document bothered the EU quite a lot and uh, and um, it helps understanding why uh, the EU is having a beef uh, with, uh, with AstraZeneca. And, you know, all these delays with AstraZeneca are continuing. There is a huge question mark regarding the Sputnik vaccine. I mean, we already have a number of countries turning towards that solution. So what's the Commission's position on that? And is there a possibility for the EU to reconsider their position regarding the Russian vaccine? Yeah, Germany and other countries want the EU to start a joint purchase on Russia's Sputnik vaccine. And the German government asked to launch a procurement procedure for Sputnik, even though it is not authorized by the EU's medicine agency yet. It's in the rolling review. The latest evidence that some EU companies are not willing to wait for the EU's own regulator, the European Medicines Agency, EMA, to grant its approval to Sputnik V before pushing ahead with their own plans is a commercial deal to produce it in Italy. 
It was signed at the beginning of March by the Moscow-based RDIF uh, Sovereign Health Fund and Swiss-based uh, pharmaceutical company Adin. It means that Russia's Sputnik V vaccine against COVID-19 could be produced in Europe for the first time. Um, however, the stance of the Commission on this issue is quite firm. There is no need to, for Sputnik uh, to achieve a continent-wide immunity, according to Industry Commissioner Terry Breton. On TF1 television, he said, and I quote, we have absolutely no need for Sputnik V. And many thanks to Gerardo and Girde for being with me today and helping us understand a little bit better what is happening with the vaccination process. You are listening to Euractiv's Yellow Room. And if you want to expand your knowledge on other EU policy fields, you can listen to our Digital Brief podcast and AgriFood Brief podcast. You can find them on your favorite podcasting app. Now, staying on the same topic, the vaccinations, we are going to Hungary, where the government decided to urgently authorize the Chinese jab Cancino after having authorized another Chinese vaccine and, of course, the Russian Sputnik. So to get an overview on what is happening there, I am joined today by Euractiv's Vlad Maximov. Hi, Vlad. Thanks for being here. Hi, Evie. So what do we know about this job and why did Hungary decide to approve it so quickly? So the Cancino, uh, as you said, the jab is another Chinese vaccine. This is the second uh, vaccine authorized in Hungary after a Sinopharm's vaccine. Um, so far, it is unclear how many doses and what delivery schedule Hungary will order. Um, I guess all of these details will become clear later. As to why uh, the Hungarian government has approved it, you know, your guess is almost as good as mine. Uh, Clearly, the uh, line of the government has been uh, that we want to vaccinate as many people as possible. There is no time to waste. Um, the phrase we keep hearing over and over again is that the time is counted in lives. Uh, so it fits pretty well into uh, the government's overall position. What's worth mentioning here is that Hungary has passed an interesting decree where Depending on certain conditions, if vaccines are already authorized in third countries, they will automatically receive an authorization in Hungary as well. So really, there's been a big push to get as many jobs into the country as possible. And what were the reactions within the country? Does it affect the political situation in Hungary or do things remain the same? I mean, this has been a turbulent uh, period for Hungary. So how is the vaccination contributing to that? Well, there are a couple of uh, elements there. Obviously, the government is saying that any opposition to uh, to foreign vaccines is uh, the left liberal opposition's um, play to polarize and to uh, use the situation for their own political gain. Um, many of the opposition politicians, as well as doctors, um, you know, have reservations about some of these vaccines because. Uh, they feel like some of the documentation is missing. Um, perhaps uh, there are questions whether the controls were tight enough to approve this. The response of the government to this, you know, it's been approved by um, uh, our independent uh, drugs authority, and so we trust it. In December, around 30% of the Hungarian population was willing to get vaccinated. Now, that number has gone up to 70%, with more and more people willing to get the vaccine. 
However, the main concern here is that the government is circulating unapproved from the European Medicines Agency vaccines. So is this fact polarizing the society somehow? And the answer is, of course, yes. There's a lot of distrust uh, towards particularly the Chinese vaccines. There was a distrust both towards the Russian and Chinese vaccines from the very beginning. But I think there's more acceptance of Russia's Sputnik now than uh, uh, than the Chinese vaccine. And of course, the government knows this. Um, and there's been a lot of, uh, you know, public push. Uh, our Prime Minister Viktor Orban um, himself, himself got, got the Chinese, the Chinese uh, uh, Sinopharm vaccine. vaccine. Yes, so yes. Well, there's, there's, been, there's really, been really, uh, really a drive to to increase the trust of the population in these vaccines. Um, frankly, we'll see how many people will actually get them. Overall, I have to say, though, um, at least the claims that we're trying to get as many people vaccinated as possible, as fast as possible, are partly true. So I was just looking at the latest numbers. You know, now there are over 1.7 million people who received the first dose out of a 10 million more or less population that, you know, is somewhere around 17 percent and uh, over uh, or around uh, half a million already got their second jab. So really... Hungary is ahead of the EU average in terms of vaccinations. Now, there has been some question on how efficate uh, the vaccination campaign is. There have been some stories and some calculations um, based on European data that Hungary is actually not using the vaccines uh, as fast as possible. There's um, That has improved slightly in the past couple of weeks. But... Uh, you know, it's also very hard to know. Frankly, the government is not being as transparent as it could be with its numbers. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they're not being transparent, but they are asking the EU to give out the uh, vaccination uh, agreements. Yes. In my reading, this is obviously a publicity campaign. Uh, we know that uh, the European Commission uh doesn't get to decide whether it publishes the full contracts. It really, it needs the consent of the companies. Certainly uh, the push to make uh, vaccine contracts more transparent is not only coming from Hungary. You know, the European Parliament also uh, wants to see the contracts uh, unredacted. Um, the government, as we know, is very often um, at the center uh, of attention. Let's center, put it like center, that. <laughs> that is a very diplomatic way of putting it. Yes, and you know, transparency has been one um, on the list of many concerns raised. So I think this is really just um, seems to be another way to say, well, you see, we are being transparent. Why can't you be? I mean, kudos, I guess, to the Hungarian government for publishing its contracts. Uh, there are certainly, uh, there were certainly a lot of questions over these contracts. And well, let's hope that the EU can follow suit. <laughs> mm -hmm. And of course, my next question would be, what were the reactions within the EU regarding the news that besides the Russian vaccine, we do have now a new player on the market, the Chinese vaccine? So... Has the Commission commented on it yet? And do you think this move will deteriorate the relations between Hungary and the EU? The Commission has certainly commented on the approval of non-EMA authorized vaccines before. Well, it's worth keeping in mind that Sputnik uh, and the Sinopharm vaccine uh, were approved pretty much at the same time. 
whereas obviously this is coming later. So um, I personally haven't seen any comments, um, but it wouldn't be surprising because really it just goes in the same vein of what Hung Hungary has been doing so far. Thank you, Vlad, for the very useful insights into what is actually happening there. I am Evi Kiori, and this was your Active's Yellow Room. We will be back on your feed next week. Until then, visit youractive.com for the latest news. And don't forget to listen to this podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Thank you very much for listening and see you soon.